0: the subtle art of making decisions. The decisions that we make are essentially the steering wheel of our lives. Yet, we are never really taught how to make decisions. decision making isn't a skill in itself, it is the ability to effectively use a series of skills, frameworks, and tools in unison to reason the situation and respond rationally. Quite early in the human history thinkers identified the importance of decision-making process and spent much time understanding it. All of them concurred that in some way or other, a decision should be an outcome of rational and deliberate reasoning. If that be true, every person facing the same set of dilemmas will take exactly the same decisions. But that doesn't happen. More often than not system one thinking, the intuition, plays a much bigger role than rationality in our decisions. Intuitions indeed are based on our long-term learning and speed up decision-making process by helping us make judgments without conscious consideration but it fails in factoring for second-order effect and long-term consequences. Thus, often the intuitive decisions turn out to be suboptimal. Good decisions have the power to change the world, or at least changing the world for ourselves. We shouldn't be making them subconsciously. Understanding decision-making Decisions are an integral part of our lives. We make hundreds of them every day and they affect us in more ways than we recognize. What we eat on a particular day might seem like a trivial decision but if we keep making bad decisions about it every day then that can be detrimental to our health. Thus, it is important to be conscious of both the decision that we make and the patterns of our decisions. But it is also important to recognize that not all decisions that we make will be important or have significant consequence so that we are not always bogged down by the burden of decision making. One way of organizing your decisions and have a quick method to identify which requires what amount of attention is the decision matrix. The decision matrix groups all the decisions in four quadrant distributed by two axes, reversibility and consequentiality. Irreversible and inconsequential. Irreversible and consequential. Reversible Reversible and inconsequential. Reversible and consequential. This matrix can be extremely helpful in determining how much time, effort, and attention we would like to spend in each of the decisions. Something which is inconsequential requires our minimal attention. Those which are consequential but reversible can be our playing ground to run experiments and be innovative in our approach. It is the consequential and irreversible ones which demands our complete focus. Why we make bad decisions? Making good decisions is not a function of intelligence, or at least of the intelligence alone. Extremely intelligent people can make terrible decisions. The source of bad decisions can be many but at the core of it lies the fact that the society that we live in has designed the learning process in a manner where we gain expertise in a narrow space of knowledge, whereas the world that we live in is essential multidisciplinary. Thus, we can have a great judgment in a niche and make excellent decisions about them, while making really silly decisions about everything else. Look around at all the extremely intelligent people you know and then look at the terrible personal finance decisions that they make. Sources of bad decisions can be Unintentional stupidity We, more often than we would like to acknowledge, act in very stupid manner. Some of this stupidity is born out of biases that we hold and other could simply be circumstantial, being busy, being tired or being extremely focused on one thing. Bad influence or mob mentality can also be sources for stupidity. Bad knowledge, we might be very good with our process of making decision and yet go completely wrong if the information we have itself is bad. Bad process, we might have all the right information needed to make a good decision, but if our process of decision-making is not correct we will end up with bad decision. Validation, we crave validation and want to do things which have good optics, acceptable politics and peer approval. This need for validation can often lead us into making bad decisions even when we know better. How to improve decision-making skills? Three things essentially go into making decisions, information that we have, process that we follow and our perceived consequences of the decisions that we are making. To improve our decision-making skills, we need to improve each of them. Our perceived consequences of the decision is what dictates the amount of time and effort we are going to put on making that decision. If we wrongly assume the decision to be inconsequential, it is unlikely that we will be very mindful while making it. Improving our second-order thinking can be the key to gaining this capability Second is the information that we have It is important that we be very mindful of the information which we are using to make decisions We often, intuitively, favor one decision over other This can lead to a level of bias in how we go about collecting information i.e. ignoring the one which doesn't support our innate want Having all the information and treating them with the importance that each of them deserve, is another key to arriving at a good decision. Third, is the decision-making process. Even if we are acutely aware of the consequences and have the right information, and yet do not know how to process them then it is unlikely that we will come up with a good decision. Why that happens? Because more often than not, instead of consciously processing our decisions, we let our intuition make judgments. We should improve our understanding of thinking processes and mental models to make ourselves capable of making good decisions. A blueprint to effective decision making. Well, there are none. If we have had one, nobody would be making bad decisions. But, certainly there are steps if employed properly can minimize the probability of going terribly wrong with the decisions that we make. In their book, Smart Choices, A Practical Guide to Making Better Decisions, authors John Hammond, Ralph Keeney, and Howard Rafer suggest eight steps to make good decisions. Define the problem that requires a decision, properly and precisely. Identify all the criteria to evaluate the situation and decision. Imagine all the alternatives that exist. Evaluate the consequences of each of them. Understand the trade-offs associated with choosing one over other. Seek further clarification or evidence for the uncertainties. Honestly evaluate your own risk capacity. Consider all the decisions that would be linked with this one decision. Be mindful that not all decisions require this kind of rigorous exercise before taking them. Consider the decision matrix. These eight steps are probably what would be employable while dealing with the decisions which are irreversible and consequential. No matter what we do, there will always be some decisions which, in the hindsight we would realize were not the best one. A very important aspect of decision-making is taking responsibility for those decisions. In the end, it is our decisions which makes us who we are.